I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to a rebroadcast of episode 57 of the podcast. Happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and hammer that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. Okay, dads, many of you have asked me what happened to episode 57 where I discuss my issues with alcohol. I pulled that episode down a while back because of a name that I mentioned in the episode, which I shouldn't have mentioned. But for several reasons, I am re-releasing episode 57 today. The main reason is that today marks the day that I am now sober for seven months. I had my last drink on Mother's Day of this year. Another reason is that if you listen to my episode with Sid Rosenberg yesterday on episode 109, he talked about his struggles with drugs and alcohol, and I mentioned to him that I'm a recoverer as well, and quite a few of you hit me with uh, DMs on Instagram asking me to talk about it, uh, you know, talk about my experience with it. And lastly, we are in the midst of the holiday season, and I know that many dads are out there struggling with alcohol, especially at this time of the year, so it may help somebody out there to hear Uh, Me talking about it, uh, being open about my struggles with it. My mission here is to share and not preach. You'll hear me say that uh, quite a few times in this segment here. Please keep in mind that when I recorded this, it was back in June when I was 30 days sober. I was recording using a, a different format, but I honestly spoke right from my heart, so I wanted to replay it in its entirety for you. My listenership has grown a great deal since then, and I would like for you guys to get a chance to know me on a much deeper level And believe me, I am about as flawed of an individual as there is that that exists. I have had many struggles in my life, uh, and I am still struggling and challenging myself to become a better person, a better man, and a better father than I was yesterday. But I can proudly say that today I am seven months sober, and I have truly never felt better about sobriety and about being sober in my entire life. And I hope that if you are listening to this and you are somebody who is out there struggling with alcohol, especially during the holiday season, I pray that my experience or my story here may help you a bit. Uh, So let me hit you guys with a quick little spot. And when I come back, it will be a rebroadcast from June in which I was then 30 days clean. I'm Alec Lace and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Right before I jump into the topic of the day here, I want to throw out there, do not forget to get over to wearedapperties.com. Pick out a nice snazzy looking tie, whatever you'd like. They got a wonderful selection over there. Check out their website, wearedapperties.com. And when you find the one you want, go to the checkout box. And when you put in the promo code FATHER, you will get free shipping. All right, so a little gift for Father's Day from Alec Lace to the listenership out there, all right? So wearedapperties.com, promo code FATHER. All right, jumping into the topic of the day, I'm going to be talking about alcoholism, and being an alcoholic has been a major catastrophe in my life. Just about every single thing that has gone wrong in my life can be directly related to alcohol, and it started uh, at a very young age in my life. Uh, I don't want to rag on my family whatsoever, but I did come from a family full of alcoholics. 
I watched my father uh, die of cirrhosis of the liver. You know, he turned yellow and it was a very sad way to watch him die. My mother also died in my early 20s and uh, alcoholism was really raging through my family. And really, I don't want to use that as an excuse. Uh, My faults have been by my own terrible choices in life and I am still a work in progress. I really, I drank all through uh, junior high school and high school. By the time I graduated high school, I was already physically dependent on alcohol, but I was always a very high functioning alcoholic. Many people in my life didn't have any idea if I drank or they definitely had no idea to the extent that I drank. Um, I lied about it, uh, you know, to, to the highest level. Uh, you know, I, one of my things I used to always say was hit me on the hip. I always had a little pint of Georgie Vodka in my back pocket, and I used to sip on that little baby all day long. But pretty much, I would drink just about anything you would throw at me. I was a beer drinker, a vodka drinker, a scotch drinker. You know, I would put scotch in a Snapple bottle if I was going to the beach or whatever it may be. I drank. I mean, I was a very high-functioning but a very uh, degenerate drinker. And my drinking came to an end. Now, I didn't bottom out in a sense. I did have my setbacks, like I said, many negative ones. Uh, When I was 19 years old, I was arrested for a DWI uh, because I was underage. They smacked me with all the major offenses, but that didn't slow me down whatsoever. And the entire nine-month suspension didn't, didn't slow down my drinking. It really accelerated it. I at one time got a lifetime ban from Giant Stadium due to my drinking. So drinking has been a nightmare for me. I've been locked up, beat up, pissed on, shit on. I've been humiliated. I've been disgraced, disgusted. And alcohol really led me down to some pretty bad paths. And it kind of stopped for me. I kind of had my little awakening moment. I was picking up my older son from a half day at school where he got out of school at around 12 noon or 1130 or so. And I was waiting in the parking lot and all the parents were gathered around, many of them that I knew, but I had forgot my little breath spray and my mints. And I really, you know, had been hitting the bottle that morning as I did every morning. So I was kind of hiding off to the side. I didn't want anybody to smell me. And it hit me at that point that, you know, I I don't want to be doing this for the rest of my kids' lives. I can't keep living like this. So I made that decision that day uh, to get myself some help. Uh, which included, you know, getting into the hospital and getting some Librium so that I could come down from the dependency that I had on it because it was a very high dependency where if I would go maybe, you know, two, three hours without a drink, I would be, you know, the tremors would begin and my, uh, the, the sweats would start with me. So, I mean, I was, I was a full-blown, full-blown dependent on alcohol. So I was able to sober up and I stayed sober for a very long time. And I kind of always left the back door open to it where in a case if something tragic was to happen, I knew I would just go right back into it. Uh, I I didn't follow through with my AA meetings. I kind of didn't take it seriously, figured I could always handle it on my own. And Mother's Day last year, uh, many of the people who do know me, my best friend from childhood, uh, a godfather of uh, one of my children, I'm the godfather of one of his children. Um, he took his own life, uh, last year on Mother's Day and it, um, it was a tragic event and it hit me very hard and I immediately did what I knew how to do best was I went right to the liquor store and I picked up the bottle again and I tried to lie to myself and say that, well, if I start with just beer, I can control it 
And uh, if you know anything about alcoholism, it's just really a means, to, you know, it really turns into disaster very quickly. And it, it turned into drinking just about anything I could get my hands on. So and so I am uh, I, I do struggle with it. I, uh, I I am today. I am 30 days clean. I am back involved in AA and sobriety is the number one priority in my life. I have not only my wife, but I have four children who depend on me. And I know that they will be having their own struggles down the line and they need their dad to be, to have his shit together, lack of a better word here, uh, in order to be able to work them through some of the problems they're going to face. So I have recommitted myself to the program and I am fighting the good fight once again. And it is not easy. It is a day-to-day struggle. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It, it doesn't make it any easier that every single place that you look, you see advertisements for beer and alcohol. Every time I watch a sports game, a football game or something, every commercial has a half-naked girl in it drinking a delicious ice-cold beer. And and it's really a little unfair, I think. I, I really feel that alcohol should be treated the way cigarettes were, where you shouldn't be allowed to advertise it and and show people celebrating it as if it's some type of good thing to get involved in. Uh, it's a toxin that's kind of destroying the culture. Uh, I know they tried to do that during the uh, Depression there or during the Roaring Twenties when they repealed or, or they uh, banned alcohol. They made it where alcohol was uh, the 18th Amendment to the Constitution, banning alcohol, and it didn't go over too well. Um, people need their fix, and it is a highly addictive drug is really what it is. It's a struggle. It really is. And I'm, I just, I would like to be honest about that. And I know that there's a lot of dads out there that, you know, maybe that's their thing that they hide from their family and, you know, they come home and have their little glass of scotch or their glass of vodka, whatever it may be, or they go out with the boys and it's what they do. And it really, it's all, it's, it's all a facade. It's all fake and it's all nonsense and it all leads to disaster. Now, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of people out there who can handle their alcohol. I know many of you listeners are probably raising your eyebrows like, oh, here we go again, preaching, preaching about alcohol. Uh, and that's really not my point. I, I hang out with people who drink and I, it doesn't affect me because it's my own personal struggle. Uh, I'm not afraid to go into a bar. I'm not afraid to go into a liquor store. It's just my my own mental state of mind and my own uh, uh, battle against it, uh, as it may be. So, uh, but the struggle is very real, and 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 it is very dangerous, and uh, it's very heartbreaking. So, um, my my best advice is my own advice is what I'm taking to is to, uh, you know, seek help and 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 admit you have the problem. Uh, you know, and if your family members are concerned, there's always Al-Anon meetings for them to go to. And uh, if alcohol is destroying your life, uh, you really need to get a hold of it. And, and, and it will bring not only you down, but it will bring your family down. And a lot of times I know I was I'm too proud. And a lot of times to admit that I need help. A lot of times I like to say I can handle it, which I've done the majority of my life. And I've lied to myself. I fooled myself. And I'm not doing that anymore. And uh, this time that I am in the program, uh, I'm in it with my my whole heart. And uh, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so I would like to say today I am 30 days without alcohol. And I, uh, I pray with the help of God, there'll be 30 more years to follow of it. 
So that's kind of a little bit about alcohol. I wanted to hit on it just a little bit. I mean, I could talk about this uh, at length if anybody that wants to hit me up. If you want to reach out to me on Twitter or Facebook or or private message me, I'd be more than happy to take a phone call from you and and talk to you about your struggles with it, how it's affecting your family, how it's affecting your life. And I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid to admit that I'm an alcoholic. I'm not afraid to admit that I need help. And uh, I look forward to years of sobriety. and And I really am grateful for the support that I have had in my life. And I know that uh, yesterday was National Bourbon Day, as if we need another day to, uh, you know, celebrate alcohol for some reason. I I really wanted to bring it up because I know that if you guys follow me, you know, on Facebook and Twitter, you know that I was just involved in a horrific car accident. It was terrifying for me. And it was one of those moments where, you know, I was rear-ended at a red light, never saw it coming, you know, didn't hear any screeching, nothing. The next thing I knew, I was leaning out the side of my car, blood coming out of my face. It was, I couldn't breathe. It was a very traumatic experience. And my instant thing in my head was, wow, once I get it, I was taken to the hospital in an ambulance. And I already started to have those thoughts of, boy, once I get out of here, I could really use a drink. And that's where I knew too, where, you know what, I got to get myself to a meeting. I got to get myself around uh, like-minded people that have been through this uh, just to listen and, and, and just to talk about how I'm feeling. Because if I pick that bottle up again, God knows where it will lead me. So um, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I hope it receives some of you out there well. Again, I'm not ragging on alcohol. I'm not trying to tell anybody they shouldn't drink. It's not my place to do that. There are many people that can drink, enjoy their drink, and move on with their life. I, however, am not one of those those people. Uh, I'm the guy that uh, one is too many and a thousand is not enough. You know, I'm one of those guys who drinks only twice a week, once for three days and once for four days. I face all of those struggles on a daily basis. I fight the good fight and the fight continues. So anybody out there, I know I was a little long-winded on this. I'm trying not to preach. I'm just trying to share. So please, anybody out there that is struggling, maybe you're afraid to to talk about it in your family. Maybe you don't want to go to an AA meeting. I'd be more than happy to talk to you about it. Again, I'm a father of four children here, and my children deserve the best Alec Lace possible, and that is a sober one. So um, my fight continues. If you're battling with this, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook. Please. Enjoy your Father's Day weekend. Keep it safe. If you are drinking, use Uber, use the taxi. Please don't drink and drive. Uh, Getting an Uber today is just as simple as sending a text message, basically. I drive for Uber. I drive many drunks around at night. And and honestly, driving them around kind of keeps me sober in a way because I get to see the horrifying effects it's having on so many of these people when I pick them up, when the bars close and they're just out of their minds and they're blacked out and and all places that I've been myself. So in my opinion, there really is nothing to celebrate when it comes to alcohol. So, uh, all right, I'm going to leave you with that. I would like to say happy Father's Day to all you first class fathers out there. Hit me with some comments and some feedback. Let me know what you thought about today's topic. It's one that's near and dear to my heart. And hopefully if it helps one dad out there that's listening, maybe one dad that was thinking about picking up the bottle again today, maybe you put it down and uh, please hit me up. I'd like to go have a club soda with you. So 
I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please always remember, guys, you may not always get to fly first class, but you are always a first class father. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I hope you guys enjoyed the re-release of episode 57. I hope that maybe it touched somebody out there. Maybe somebody can resonate with what I'm talking about. I know I say in the piece there to hit me on Facebook. I, I don't use Facebook hardly at all. If you would like to get in touch with me, please send me a DM on Twitter or Instagram. I respond to all the DMs that I get on those two platforms. And that's really where I hang out in the social media world. Uh, But I really hope you guys get a chance to uh, understand a little bit more about me and who I am. I'd like to discuss uh, my battles that I had in my life uh, to get a chance to let you know what I've overcome. Uh, I've struggled with Oxycontin in my life. I've struggled with gambling in my life. I mean, I've had, uh, you know, some difficulties and challenges in my life um, that I would like to share with you guys to give you a chance to know me on a deeper level here. As my listenership continues to grow, I'm happy to have you guys aboard. Tomorrow, I will be dropping episode 110 back to the original format here. Uh, I will have former Navy SEAL and best-selling author Clint Emerson joining me on the podcast. So that's all I got for you right now. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we are not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Feeling